Hello, my fellow human beings. This is On My Mind with Lucas Goad. Today is my first show, so bear with me. I'll be speaking what's on my mind, what I'm thinking about, and uh, that could be a number of different things. But one thing will be consistent, and that is the inconsistency. So, let's go. The elevator opens for no one And plans are making me Salutations, my friends. So, I'm not gonna lie, the closest thing I've ever done to a podcast was when I did my radio show for Radford University. They had this thing called Radio Free Radford. And I made a show called Geek You with Lucas Goad, which I will shamelessly promote. Go look at my YouTube page. Just search Lucas Goad. So, uh, can you believe 2020 is almost over? I know that for a lot of people, that's gonna come as a relief. I'm not gonna act like everything in 2020 was good. But uh, I think that if you look really, 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 really hard, you'll find that there was some good out there. I mean, for example, that uh, that opening monologue from Bill Burr on SNL a couple of weeks ago, that was, as the kids would call it, lit. It was totally on PC, and I love it for that. Don't get me wrong, for uh, for Bill Burr, that was pretty tame. So uh, I can't help but laugh when I see people on the internet, people who would never be Bill Burr fans in the first place, people who had probably never even heard of Bill Burr until that night, start complaining on social media it was it was hilarious because those are the exact people that he's making fun of his comments on cancel culture were pretty spot on in today's age people seriously take the time to stalk other people's social media if they find one offensive tweet or post or whatever, it doesn't matter how long ago that post was, that person in their minds deserves to be canceled. It's ridiculous, quite honestly. Like, uh, what's-his-face from the Flash TV show, uh, Hartley Sawyer, the, the dude who played the uh, stretchy guy from the Flash? Uh... Ralph Dibney, the elongated man. The elongated man. That is a hard word for me to pronounce. Well, anyways, uh, somebody went through his Twitter and uncovered some offensive tweets that he made from a few years back. I read them. They were bad. Like, they were pretty bad, but CW fired him. None of his co-stars had his back. The dude lost his job because of some psycho stalker. 
dude's not rock star like James Gunn who can get fired from the evil empire. I mean, Disney. And then get hired by the WB within a week. Which, by the way, how hypocritical is that? They fire a long-nated man actor for the same exact thing that James Gunn was fired from for Disney at. And yet they hired James Gunn. The only difference is that James Gunn is a superstar director who made Disney hundreds of millions of dollars with his Guardians of the Galaxy movies, while Flash Stretchy Guy actor was a CW actor. So my advice for you guys out there is that if you want to make an offensive joke or post some offensive tweets online, make sure that you've made a studio a bunch of money. Then, hopefully, you'll have nothing to worry about. I mean, come on, they're trying to cancel Chris Pratt, one of the most lovable dudes on the planet. People are mad because he was a supposed Trump supporter, despite the fact that there's absolutely no evidence to back that up. I swear, some people are just so miserable that the best thing that they can do to fill void in their miserable little lives is to stalk people through social media. They find the littlest thing wrong. They'll use that to take someone down. It's pathetic. But hey, unlike those Twitter stalkers, I'm not here to bring you down. I'm here to entertain people. So, what's on my mind? Well, Christmas... That whole thing is coming soon. At least uh, for some people it is. Uh, there are two types of people out there. There are people who celebrate Christmas as soon as Halloween is over. And there are also people who remember that Thanksgiving is a thing that exists. The radio station is even doing the whole 24-7 Christmas music thing early this year. Because, well, 2020 has sucked. And we could use the cheeriness. If you don't like it, change the channel. Don't be one of the people who can't handle when other people are happy. Because that makes you a jerk. Now let's talk the news in a segment that I like to call Totally Real News. After his defeat in the presidential election, Trump is trying to secede from the United States using all of his money to form a new country. I personally find this to be a weird strategy, but I respect his perseverance. When asked about more details about the new country, former Vice President Mike Pence was quoted as saying, Dude's not my responsibility anymore. I'm taking a vacation. Might go to Disneyland sometime. 
when everything is safe. Also, how'd you get in my car? So really, all we know right now is that he's planning on calling it Gooder America and that the color magenta is outlawed. If we find out anything else, we'll make sure to let you know. Also in politics, anti-Trumpers everywhere are still waiting on their medals of congratulations for not being Trump supporters. One of these anti-Trumpers, Alicia Bankton of Richmond, Virginia, when asked about the situation, she said, I thought we was supposed to get them already. I've been waiting for like four years now. When asked about what the medals represent, she said it represents the fact that we are just automatically better people for not liking Trump. He was worse than Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and Satan combined. Not liking him shows our moral superiority to everyone. As of right now, the medals have still not been mailed in, but we'll give you updates when we have more to go off of. In entertainment news, actors in Hollywood are still trying to find a new issue to virtue signal for. In the wake of 2020 almost being over, Hollywood celebrities are still trying to find one last issue that they could get woke points on. This list includes celebrities such as Aaron Paul, Ellen Page, former Girl Meets World star Rowan Blanchard, and the entire cast of Saturday Night Live. The Hollywood elites are currently holding the lead in the Virtue Signaling Olympics of 2020, but were almost beaten out by Nancy Pelosi and her friends during their kneeling, which Nancy Pelosi said totally wasn't for press. We totally care about our citizens. When asked about why her fingers were crossed, she smacked the reporter in the face and told him to stop asking questions. Fortunately, for the Hollywood celebrities, they came back with a vengeance releasing two cringy virtue signaling videos in the same year. You know the ones we're talking about. In sporting news, Brett Favre made people everywhere cry by saying that he was voting for Trump. After the election, Favre took it back saying, He was only kidding. Please don't hit me in the face. After their loss to the Saints, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady threatened to cut off new teammate Antonio Brown's head. Brady told Brown, I vouch for you, knowing completely well that you are a locker room cancer. You give me that kind of crap performance? Play like that next time and you'll be losing more than just the game. It's important to know that A.B. has been living with Brady and his family. <laughs> That's all the news that we have for today. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, it's important to remember that those are jokes and not to take them too seriously. Uh, it's important to be able to laugh at yourself. 
An important thing that I was told when I was younger was not to take life too seriously because nobody makes it out alive. I think we should all remember that. It's okay to be offended, just make sure that you don't try to ruin things for everyone else just because you're upset. So, uh, anyways, let's talk about more stuff been watching a lot of older tv shows over the pandemic one show that i rewatched was family matters y'all remember family matters steve urkel didn't show up to like uh the 12th episode show went from being about a blue collar middle class black family that was clearly written by white people to a show about a wacky inventor and his wacky inventions that was also Clearly written by white people. Show shamed people for smoking and drinking, which was hilarious. Anybody remember the other Winslow child? You had Eddie, Laura, and then the youngest one, Judy. They just like forgot she existed. One episode she's there and then the next episode is like, Carl, we only have two kids. Hello, <laughs> well, they're terrible parents. <laughs> Carl, you're a freaking cop. Does it not concern you that a child, much less your own child, is missing? Then there were the special episodes. There was the Gun episode where Steve did his totally awkward rap. There was the episode about that one student who apparently always bullied Steve despite the fact that we never saw him before. Needed bone marrow that's not funny i'm just i don't know why i'm laughing of course there's also the episode where steve got drunk because someone spiked the punch at a party they did that one dance the urkel Bring up the music. It's time to do the urkel. <laughs> are you telling me that steve conveniently had a record where women actually willingly agreed to sing a song called do the urkel lol then there was the transformation chamber remember steve's transformations there was stefan urkel who was a complete simp who adored laura who by the way not a good person. Everybody pretended like Stefan was the coolest person on the planet. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was pretty funny. Also, are we just gonna act like the transformations to Bruce Lee weren't completely racist? I mean, my lord, free episodes free episodes he transformed into bruce lee and he did like the most offensive accent and it was insanely racist i don't know 
Show is great. Definitely dated, but good. I've noticed that a lot of shows from the 80s, 90s, heck, even the 2000s, a lot of them wouldn't get made today. Whether that's for better or worse, I'll let you decide. Those NBA playoffs, am I right? I was disappointed. As a Bucks fan, I thought that this was going to be the year. But I guess uh, they had a lot on their minds. A lot of the NBA had a lot on their minds for a number of different reasons that I won't get into on here. But you do have to admit that it's pretty interesting. LeBron won his fourth title, fueling the LeBron fanboys. He's number two on my all-time list, right behind Jordan, which I know will infuriate Bron Bron fans. I swear they are so insecure that if you think LeBron's anything less than number one, you're insane. I don't know. Honestly, I don't care. To me, my top five from five to one are Kobe, Magic, Kareem, LeBron, then Jordan at number one. Coincidentally, four of those five have been on the Lakers at some point in their career. I know it'll infuriate some that Bird's not in my top five. He's like number six on my list, but whatevs. There's movies, uh, a lot of Marvel movies are getting pushed the next year. The Batman, I think that's going to get pushed to 2022, maybe. I'm not exactly sure. Kevin has uh, messed a lot of things up. I mean, we were supposed to have the Olympics this year. I forget if they were going to push him to next year or whatever. Uh, I don't exactly know. But hey, uh, we'll, uh, we'll persevere. We'll fight through this. And I will speak to you next time. That's all I really have for today. I'm still trying to find my footing. But uh, thank you for bearing with me and humoring me. So, uh, we'll see you next time whenever I decide to do this. Uh, thank you, stay safe, and don't eat Tide Pods. Thank you.